Twin Lights Brewing was founded as a community-centric, environmentally-minded family operation which seeks to source and honor local ingredients, push the boundaries of the science of brewing, and spread the kind of joy that only comes from drinking beer crafted from the heart. With an ever-rotating selection of beers on tap, a family-friendly tap room that welcomes children of all ages as well as dogs, and a large, comfortable space built to host all kinds of events, Twin Lights is designed to bring the community together in new and exciting ways. Visit Twin Lights Brewing at 4057 Asbury Avenue in Tinton Falls, New Jersey, and follow them on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date on their newest releases, merchandise, and special events. Twin Lights Brewing, the official beer sponsor of the Review Podcast Network. Matt, and with me as always, um, I'm Will, sounding like Barry Manilow today. <laughs> Barry Manilow, Will, 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 no, no, just try, no, move, no, a, try. move on, move on. <laughs> um, so today we're going to talk about primarily um, M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong's latest movie, uh, Knock at the Cabin. I keep on wanting to call it Cabin in the Woods. That's a, a far better movie. <laughs> um, I finally. Uh, I don't know what possessed me to watch. I think Melissa wanted to watch it. Well, it was on Peacock too. Yeah, yeah. So that always helps when it's on streaming. Exactly when it's on streaming. Because I was like, I was like, I'm not gonna, you know, go spend money at the movie theater series because I personally, I fucking hate M Night Shyamalan. I think he's like such a hack. He's. It's so weird how he can do. Like Unbreakable was good, right? And then I still remember that theater moment of like, you know, Glass. Right. No, not Glass. Split. Split, yeah. And it was like, oh, this is a good movie. And then just the end and you realize it's part of the Unbreakable universe. And that holy shit moment and the split was so good. And then he did Glass and I was just like... Ah. Glass was probably one of the most... It was disappointing. Disappointing, yeah. Disappointing movies. But everything was seen. there. Like, how is it disappointing, though? Exactly. When it's, it was just so odd. Because you know what it was? It was like, for, for me, with what made Glass really suck was that the the elements that he had brought together of this interconnected universe, he, like, almost immediately abandoned, right? Because, like, for me, the most interesting part of Glass was, like, the final scene where you, like, find out about that... I don't know, like, let's call it a cabal or something, right? That had been sort of running. Oh, the whole, yes, yes. You know, institution that mm-hmm. they were at, right? But, like, you didn't really get any of that throughout the entire movie. It's just, it's just it was a random like, twist thrown at the end. Yeah, right. And it's like, and, and, and that's what I want to talk about this movie because, like, when it's, like, so Shyamalan's known for his twist, right? That's right. like his whole game. Well, I think this is, I haven't, I didn't do a ton of research on this one, but I think this is like, the first movie that he put out that one he didn't write right like this is an adapted screenplay from a book right um i don't think i think everything else he's done has been just him yep yeah and like and like he he did you know kind of like a twist i guess in this movie but like not really a I mean, twist. I read the and book like, synopsis, and it's pretty faithful a little it book. is a pretty faithful little book okay so then like that so then so then to me this just further proves to me, like, what a shitty director he really is. Because <laughs> for me, there's, like, a really good movie in this movie, with or without a twist. And it just doesn't get there. Like, so let's just start, like, with what, you know, what I liked, what we liked about it. For me, Dave Batista, holy shit. Like, he was so impressive in this movie. No, he was good. It's 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 weird. I, I, I'm on both sides of the fence. Like, he was good. But like, what is he a school teacher? I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't buy him as a school teacher. I get it, but I think it's just his 
it's something that he can't control. He's literally what is he like six four yeah. and he's jacked as shit. And he's in this like Mormon fucking like knocking on the door, do you want to talk about Jesus Christ outfit? Like and I'm like and he's like, and I, I'm a school teacher, and I'm like, I don't, I, I just didn't buy him as a school teacher, but he was good in the movie at the same time. So you know what did it for me? What made me buy it? So like you, you're right, you hit, he's had that Mormon dress kind of look, right? And he has all the exposed tattoos. He's a big burly guy, and he kind of like struck me as like this, you know, reformed kind of drug addict almost, right? Okay. Like we've seen those characters before, but honestly, you know what did it for me? Like that, but sold his character like more than just his acting. The, they fucking Clark Kended him. The the glasses like made all the difference, right? Just putting mm. on those pair of glasses for him yes. made his whole like, you know, shy, almost diminutive kind of character for this hulking dude. It like the glasses totally sold it to me. So props to the costume designer for that movie <laughs> because the Clark Kent <clears throat> bit is what totally sold me for David Deese in that movie. Yeah. And then um yeah, it was just I think the he was also kind of in the constraints of the book and I there's just not a lot. Right, there's there. not a lot there. I mean, at the end of the day, these four people are like, make a choice. Every time you say no, we're gonna kill one of us off, and the world's gonna end. That's literally the movie. Yeah. Um, and there's not, so there's not a ton there to dissect. And like, I was obviously on the the side of the family when like, who'd they kill off? Rupert Grant first, and he's like, if you say no, we're gonna kill him, and I was like. Then do it, bro. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't know who you guys are. You literally just tied me and my husband up. My daughter's scared to death. Like, I don't care that you guys are dying. And yeah. so it's like, I don't, like, I don't know. I feel like there's a way where you said there's a good movie. I feel like you could have taken the base of the movie and made it a little more realistic. And, like, how do you convince someone? Because they literally just said, the world's ending. And yeah. it's like, okay, fuck off. And then they're like... And it just wasn't believable that they would try to get them to convince them. See, know? for me, this is where the one time where he should have done his patented twist when he didn't. This is what would have saved the movie for me. Cause like, so here's what here's what I would have done if I was him, right? Gone a little bit different from the book, right? So make it because like the question I found myself asking the entire time was right was like, okay, are these dudes just full of shit? Right. Or are they just psychopaths that like to murder people and they're using this whole end of the world bit as their justification, right? Right. You know, which could have been a possibility. But the way the movie was directed, there there was just like it didn't really leave a lot to to the imagination. Oh, sure. Like like you were pretty sure from the get go that okay, no, the world actually was ending. So what they should have done was like, you know, like, all of the stuff he shot on the TV, right? Like, give give you more from a director perspective to make it think, like, okay, is it possible, based on what you're seeing, that, like, they pre-recorded this stuff, right? You know, it's like they're to, to, to right. try to show you, to try to convince you, right? You know, or or not, or not even use the TV and use like you know when they were right. like, oh, planes are falling out, and then you just say, oh wait, did you see something fall? And it's like I didn't see anything, but really something exactly. did fall because like they made it a point where. Like I said, on the family, they're like, how do I know you didn't record that? And, but they they sucked all the attention out of the room. Because I'm like, I don't think they recorded it because it was a, right. like a live news thing. Because that should have been the twist. The twist should have been like they make it very clear that the recordings look pre-recorded to make you think like, okay, these people are just psychopaths. And then the twist at the end when after Batista kills himself is, oh shit, the world actually really is ending. Like that would have made the movie so much better for me if he actually put that twist in there where they like, he make, they make you think like, no, there's no way this is real. And then at the end of the movie, oh shit, it's real. Like that would have been a good twist. Yeah. And they, it was just, it was the whole, it was just odd. I think I found the, the interplay between the characters really odd because it was like, the four of them came in like a bat out of hell, 
But then they're like, oh, but be nice. You yeah. want some water? You hear? Oh, let me let me like right? stroke your head. I'm like, bro, you like broke in the fucking house, and now you try. So I, the tone I had a problem with because even um, Lashana Lynch is was that no, that wasn't Lashana Lynch. I forget her name. Yeah, the nurse. But right, the nurse. You know, she sits there and smacks the guy in the fucking back of the head, and she's like, all right, let me just dress it and put some gauze, like whoopsie daisy. I'm like, yeah. And like, and you want to know why they didn't trust you, right? And especially that first scene where like it's all like I felt like I was watching a scene from Us, right? When they're first walking down that dirt road with their weapons, and they look just creepy as fuck. Yeah. And then the very next time you see the nurse, she's like, "No, no, no, don't, don't attack!" You know, like we're here to help. And you're like, "What the fuck is going on?" What do you like, mean we're here to help? You literally broke down right? the door. Like, <laughs> like, it was so and like dumb. my husband's bleeding from yeah. his head, and you want us to be like, "Oh, sorry." And speaking of and speaking of those four characters, right? Like what. You know, I mean, poor, poor fucking Rupert Grant. Like these, you know, Daniel Radcliffe has had a very good career outside of Harry Potter. (laughs) You know, um, Emma, Emma uh, Watson, Emma Watson, right? She's, you know, hit or miss or whatever, but she's Emma Watson. But she's also took a break because she went to school. Right, exactly. And she can just get by on the fact that she's like Emma Watson, right? Like she's got other things going for her than that. Poor Rupert Grant. He's in this movie for like a half hour before he gets Maybe. his head bashed in, right? Like, yeah. And his character, I think, was the most annoying because well, not his character, but like the whole the whole thing about him being the guy that assaulted them in the bar, right, like but, in that flat. It was totally worthless. It was useless. It meant nothing. Right, and I think probably maybe the book explored that a little bit better. Probably, it yeah. was very shoehorned in, and I, I don't think all we, of the past flashbacks. I don't, I don't even think we got a definitive was it him or not. I mean, they 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 suggest it when they when you you find his um they they saw the his license. Uh, the license yeah because like somehow he remembered the guy's name or something you know yeah. it was like but yeah like all of those flashback scenes just felt like I thought those were going to culminate into something. And they just didn't. Like, I get they were trying to show, you know, the love of the family and the hardships they've gone through. Like, as a I, I would have preferred like, them kill someone else off. And then you find out that he is the person that attacked them. Right. And that's, a, I think, a more interesting interplay where he's like, I'm reformed. Like, I, yes, did I attack you six years ago? Yes, but I'm not that person now. I need you to believe me. And I, I thought that would have been a more interesting exactly. between the characters. And then the the woman that played the uh, the other woman, the one that had, like, the son or whatever. I forget, mm-hmm. I forget, I forget all the characters' names because who the fuck cares. Um, but, like, she, like, I just did not, like, she was, like, overacting, it felt. Like, I just did not like her her whole thing it just yeah. like didn't do it for me <laughs> and yeah that it, yeah she was a little reacting and then i again it's the constraints of the book where it's like the one time we want m night to go outside of the box he decides not to right, right? because like the whole thing and they barely explain it they're like oh we were just chilling and we started to have dreams to make these weird weapons and find each other yeah and i'm like that's an period that's the explanation Th- that's yeah, we had dreams, we like like we like, where's the flashbacks for that? Yeah. I, or, you know, just something. Bro, you know how many, like, weird fucking dreams I've had? Like, I don't wake up and be like, oh, man, that was a sign. You know? Like, yeah. It, you just, like, don't. Like, I've had some not, like, you know, not, like, fucking crazy, like, murder people dreams. But, like, I've had dreams of, like, just weird, dumb shit. You know? Yeah. Where it's like, you wake up and it's like it's a dream. You know? Yeah, you can maybe dissect it or not. But I'm not going off starting a cult about it. Like, yeah, it fucking... Was... And, and, that, and then they made it like so <clears throat> specific, like when he was when he was reciting the scene, the the word for word, the woman on the live cast or whatever. It's like, what? Are they, so, <laughs> so now he's a superhero and has precognition, right? Like that's what it came down to. I was like, bro, like, oh, it was just so bad. And then and then the ending. I mean, it got to the point, and I I, I actually felt bad for the family because I feel like 
Jonathan Groff, the, the one who ended up dying, I feel like he only did that because of his head injury. Yeah. Because I feel like he was having those delusions. And that was the one part I actually liked where, like, the husband that was with it, he was, like, seeing his husband kind of get pulled into the fantasy, what he thought was the fantasy of it all. And he was yeah. like, fuck, how do I get this, get him back? And then he, like, has that monologue where he's like, no, I saw you guys in the future and our life is great and that it's okay, you can let me go. And then the gun goes off and... And I felt I almost felt bad. Like I, I think they wanted to make it a more heroic moment, but I ended up feeling bad because I was like, so he was manipulated because of his head injury and yeah. killing himself. And that's another that's another thing they could have done that also would have been a better twist, right? Instead of it, instead of doing what they did, because anything would have been better than what they did, right? Like have it be where you know you find out after he kills him that the world actually wasn't ending but like you said because of his head injury because they did allude to that that's what could his head injury and the delusions are what convinced him to have his husband kill him and then they when they actually get to leave like the compound of the cabin you find out none of that stuff actually happened then all of yeah. a sudden he had just killed his husband for no reason like that's an awesome twist right like, like there are so many other ways they could have gone with this movie that would have been better than what they did it's it very like, much so like because that twist would have been very much like the village where it's like you think it's in the 1800s and they go and they're like, wait a minute, we're in 2005, the right. fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just, oh, it's so upsetting. Like, and then the whole, the, the fucking dude, like the scenes that required, see, I don't know what the budget for this movie was, but the scenes that required CGI were so hard to watch. Like yeah. the, the, the tsunami scene. Oh, yeah. With like the bodies floating in the tsunami, but it's a live camera feed, like from the, from the news. Like how, that's, that would not happen. Yeah, like, it was very, happened. a lot of odd choices. Yeah. I feel like this was, we had kind of talked about this with Shazam. I feel like this was, uh, they were like, listen, M. Night, we'll give you like $10 million calling some favors. And, you, and you're literally going to get one soundstage. And fuck off, and that's literally what it was. It's basically, what it was, and he had that he had that stupid cameo with the infomercial, like M Night was in the, mm-hmm. you know, doing the like the whatever it was, the, the fucking magic chopper. Because he's an egomaniac, he has to be in every single one of his movies. Oh god, it was just like it was so. Like I said, I think disappointing is the best way I can think to describe this movie because I was like excited going into it because it, you know the trailer and stuff and like they make it okay like what's gonna happen it's you know blah 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 there was no tension there was zero tension zero tension like the most tense scene I don't know it was probably like when when Batista jumped out of the shower and like fucking tackled the guy to the ground right you know which again that, that was one of the things that made me like his character and props to Batista because again the glasses made so much of a difference because again he's like this you know, and, and it's kind of like a bit of a you know an '80s style stereotype with people that wear glasses, right? But like he wrestles the dude to the ground. He's this big hulking dude, and the first thing he immediately has to do is like put his glasses back on because he like can't fucking see. Right, very like very like Velma from Scooby Doo. Right, it made him yeah. seem vulnerable, you know. Like so, like he was the best part of this movie, like by far, um, and just. Oh, everything else was just so upsetting. <laughs> yeah, you could have had the same thing. It was the writing because literally they were just like, "The world's ending. Please kill yourself." And they're like, "That that's what you're that that's what you're using to convince me." Yeah. And they were like, "Well, one of us is gonna die. I don't care." So then they kill Rupert Grinoff and like, "Okay, now we're gonna ask again. Please kill yourselves." Yes. And I'm like, they didn't do any type of trying to convince. They tried to sit there. and She's like, "I have a son." Again, you know me. That's the easiest way to me to say go die. I even <laughs> I don't give a fuck about kids. So the minute she mentioned her kid, I'm like, I'm out. Go. Yeah, you done. go. I, that, that's the Later. last way. I just shot get... the kid in two seconds. Yeah, like, I was bam, like, that's gone. the last way to get me yeah. to flip over, you know? And then it's like, and then the other thing too is like, you know, like like you were saying about um, about how like the, 
the the lack of explanation of everything. It's like they also never explained. It's like why. What's special about these this family? Like, give us something. Right. right. Was it the family or was it the cabin? Was it the location? Right. Because, like, I'm sure where they were, there was another cabin maybe a couple miles down the road. So, like. Yeah. And it would have, again, that could have been something cool. Like, hey, listen, you just chose the wrong cabin. Similar like when we were talking about Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. When you went underneath and that big hand comes up at the end because <laughs> yeah. it's, like, where the ancients were, like, lying, you know? Yeah. That would have been kind of cool. It's like, no, this cabin there's something ancient underneath that we have to feed. You know, like, right. that and you just happen to be here when it, like, when it goes down. Cause like, yeah, cause like none of it made sense too. It was like the <clears> whole, like they, they made it sound like they, like the whole thing about like killing each one of them, but like, every time they said no. Yeah. Right. But like the purpose of killing each, like it didn't like to me, but like, why? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Cause it seemed to me like whether or not they killed one of their own, the next plague or whatever the fuck you want to call it was still going to happen. So what was the purpose of killing each one of their own? You know what I mean? Like it just didn't make any sense. Yes. Like, Oh God, everything about this. But now I kind of want to read, like you said, I, I kind of want to read the book now just to, to see, see how it like yeah. expands. Cause it, it can't, I mean, I, I guess it could be as bad as this movie, but I mean, I find it hard to believe. But then I also think about, again, I understand it's movie, but I'm like also thinking about where does that family go afterward? Yeah. There's still a body in that cabin. Yeah. They they made it very well known that that was not their cabin that they, like, bought. It's an Airbnb. It's going to be a high cleaning fee for the Airbnb. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Okay, the world is, like, calmed down. But eventually, when things go back to normal, the Airbnb host is like, are you guys good? Yeah. Oh, by the way, there's four to six. Like, it was four of them. Plus, there's five dead bodies in yeah. this cabin. Uh-huh. And then... The the husband is the the one that lived is just gonna and I'm like okay fine yeah like it it's just like and then so that, like there is gonna be no future where he's getting in the car with his with daughter because he's gonna be in fucking jail yeah exactly and and then the daughter's gonna have massive PTSD for like the rest of her life you know like. I thought about that too and I'm like I almost thought about it. I was like was it is it worth it to live right because the husband now lives that he killed yeah his lover obviously they were much in love they had a kid together all that shit so he lives with that the rest of his life. And then the girl deals with, you know, these people getting killed in front of her, and then her father dying, and like all these very big things that a child, like that would be hard for an adult to process, let alone a child. So like, was it even worth it for them to live? And that could have been another way to end. My voice is cracking like Peter Brady. Uh, Holy shit! (laughs) And like, you know, for me, that could have been another way to end the movie too, right? Let it where like the four people they kill themselves. The none of nobody in the family dies. The world actually fucking ends, and the final scene is them just like wandering the fucking hellscape of Earth. You know, like they talked about. Like, that would have been a cool ending too. Like literally anything other than what they did would have been better. <laughs> or even like um, similar to what they did like with Get Out, right? Like yeah, like he was choking her, and then you just see the red and blues, and everyone in the theater's like, "Fuck, he's fucked." Yeah, and then it was his friend. Would have been so easy, like. Like he was, you know, they're sitting at the cabin and then like, you know, three weeks later he's sitting at home and then it's like knock, I knock at the door and the cops are like, did you rent the cabin on, you know, 15 Firefly Line? We have some questions for you about a, uh, you know, a, 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 yeah, a mass murder. A mass murder. <laughs> and then end. Cause that's real, you know. What right? I mean? That would have been, oh my God, that would have been, we should just, we should, just, we should just start writing movies. Apparently. Like my God. Um, all right. Yeah. I, I think I'm. 
done yes. fucking talking about this goddamn movie. Just M. Night Shyamalan disappointing me once again. I, I don't know why I keep on. It's like, I don't know it's, it's, it's like going money. back. Right? It's, it's like going I back to like, like an ex. Like, you know you're going to get hurt, but you keep on doing it anyway. Like <laughs> It's because he has glimmers of good movies, and that's honestly like, if Split didn't do as well as he did... He would have never made glass, never. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But Split made so much fucking money, got so much good reviews. So then they're they're like, oh, here's a good one. Yeah, exactly. He's like, <coughs> peaks and valleys, man. All peaks and valleys. And I, yeah. I hope he just doesn't. You know, I just don't make another movie ever again. He just will. But, you take know. your take your money and run, dude. Just enough, <laughs> please. Um, let's talk quickly about a couple other things uh, that have uh, come out a little bit, uh, trailer wise. Yeah. Things we're excited for. Um, obviously, they're they're really pumping up. The uh, Guardians trailer right now. Um, oh yeah, I'm go- I'm gonna cry. Like someone, oh, multiple okay. people are going to. So die. I was gonna say let let's put our predictions here. I'm right, thinking go. Drax and Rocket for sure. I think I also agree. I think it's gonna be they're, they're, they're gonna kill more than one person, and I think it's Drax and Rocket. Drax is an easy one because of you know the pu- the public the publicness pu- whatever yeah the public element of he's um, like I'm you done know, yeah Batista being done right and there's just. You know, and again, the, and they, the and, rocket, and they, they said that this is a rocket origin story. Right. I'm like, why you? Do, I guess because high evolutionary connects to rocket. But right. if we're going this hard on the origin story, and it's the last one, yeah. And it's like you know the the rocket thing. You know, this is one of those things I think that um, James Gunn and Marvel in particular likes to do is right, like to fake you out, right? You know, like the, so they're, they're either with all of the promotion they've been doing lately. They are either really telegraphing that Rocket is going to die, or they're trying to make you think that Rocket's going to die and it's going to be somebody else. Because like Rocket is like front and center of so Everything. much of the recent promos, and I get it's like you said, it's more a story about Rocket and like his. But he's origin, also but the like, most because I'm like you killed Nebula, even though I love all the characters. Right. No one's like, oh my god, Nebula. Yeah. Even like um, Gamora. I'm interested. She to already see died it. once. Like they're right. not going to kill her again. She already fucking died once. And then it. So then it's like Kraglin. Meh. Yeah. Quill like. I don't think he'll go. Yeah. So and then like Groot, I think Groot sells too much merch for them. Totally. And and Quill Quill is very easy to kill. I'm using air quotes right now because you know as we established in the second movie, he's half fucking celestial. And anyway, so and now right? and now like, we've learned that so is Mantis. Exactly. Right. So like you can then, you can kill Quill and then like six movies later like oh I'm actually a fucking celestial now like my human form is dead but I'm still alive. You right. Know? But like, I think they're saving that for something because like in Eternals they showed. Erishem. They showed a right. legitimate celestial. Right. So you're telling me they're showing celestials. Um, there's a celestial halfway out of the, the the ocean, and then we have now two people confirmed to be half celestials. Like that's all gonna come around. Yeah, he's gonna come back in like a later. I I, I wouldn't be surprised if they did something where they, like I said they they kill him right, but like they leave the door wide open to be like, oh, he's not actually fucking dead. He's gonna come back. You know what I Yeah. Well, one of the rumors I saw, and again, rumors, rumor is that um. The celestial coming out of the ocean is a story point for something. One of the rumors I read was that that's how they find Adamantium. Yeah, because I mean, it's that, gotta be. Because it's like, you the know, celestial some like, armor is, it, made is because it's some like we're inorganic. It's been in the earth for all these years. Right. Um, there was that. And I was like, that would be kind of. That would cool. be cool. Yeah. And then there's all the rumors that Deadpool gets a hold of the multiverse and that's why he pulls Hugh Jackman and that starts the X Men. Right, exactly. Yeah, that, that's how I think they're going to bring in. Um, the X-Men, because it's not going to make any sense to tell some kind of story where it's like, oh, the X-Men have always been here. You know, like, it's not going to make any yeah. sense. But my thing is, are we going to get, like, the Spider-Man Homecoming where, because everyone loved the part of Spider-Man Homecoming where 
He was already bit. Uncle Ben was dead. He knew how to use his powers, and now that's where the movie starts. Yeah. Like, I don't think we're going to get another first class where he's like, I'm Charles Xavier, and I can walk, and I want to make a school. Like, are we going to be at Bald Xavier, and he's been running the school for a hot minute? Right, exactly. You know what I mean? Which I, I think they will. That's what I think they're going to do. I think they're going to do... It, the movie will probably end in some way where it's like... Wolverine tries to like seek out this world's version of the X-Men and you find that it'll be like a little bit of first class and a little bit of the first X-Men movie where you will have, you know, actually kind of even more actor to the comics. You'll have the older, bald, already in the wheelchair Professor X, right? But everybody else is going to be real young, just like they were at the beginning of like the comic books, right? You know, oh, right. Like, but we're not having a whole scene where he's going to Jean Grey's house. And trying right. To like we're not recruiting them. Like they're already at the school, you know, and they're like late teens let's say yeah. right you know like because so they're gonna want actors to get locked in exactly for five, six so then movies. you can kick off the first x-men movie the first time you really see them with like you know your normal like like a, let's call it a sentinel thing right it's like oh shit we got to kill the mutants there's a bunch of mutants hiding out of the school sentinels attack boom now the x-men are formed you know something like that right um so uh so yeah that's that's all very exciting stuff um i uh we haven't talked about this yet and i can't believe i've forgotten to talk about it because this is like Yes. dear to me <laughs> the new Ninja Turtles trailer or you, the, the new trailer for the new movie yeah and it's so funny because it's Seth Rogen who's behind Seth it Seth Rogen's behind it and yeah I, and, and a I, lot and of I, other people and then you watch the trailer and I'm sure you got this I'm like oh so they they talked to the creators of the Spider-Verse movie and said let's do a little bit of Little, little bit yeah. of that. Can flavor. we just rip off your animation style, please? Because it's awesome. I mean, it's all great. It yeah. looks great, and it's like it looks. And I like that they're a little younger. Yeah, I like that they're actually teenagers, right? You know, and I like that they're, um, you know, kind of normal-ish looking size. Like the one thing with that I hated the live actions. The, yeah, with like well, not, they were not, hulking. Not the live. Well, the the Michael Bay live action. Yeah, yeah that's what I mean. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was talking like, about. Huge. They were ridiculous. R- ridiculous, you know. And it's just and then like, the original live action, they were rubber. So. And, and, but dude, the, the original live action. Oh no, they were great. Still holds up. Oh, right? absolutely. Like, yeah. But so I have a question though from the trailer: Is Donnie female? Because yeah. <laughs> Donatello looks like. Like like she could be a female in this in this movie, which I'm totally fine with. Oh, they gender swap. Yeah, it, it looks like Donnie is a female. Yeah, I, it was interesting. I didn't think about that, but I remember being like, "You never got a full body shot." It right. was already like, yeah, yeah, and, and I'm and I'm totally being, I guess, I don't know, misogynistic. Like the voice is just very high pitched. Like the other three, you can clearly tell that they are male, but like. You know, they, they never they, they always in the in the trailer they say Donnie, not Donatello, which could go either way as a male or female yeah. name. And like just like the whole demeanor in the trailer, which again, I would be totally down if they gender swapped one of the Ninja Turtles. Don't care which one. I just got this feeling like I so I'm, I'm excited because I got this feeling that Donatello is meant to be the female in this movie. Or awesome. he's just a flaming homosexual. <laughs> That would actually almost be even better. Like, because, like, how do you, oh my God, that would be so good. Oh my. The flaming homosexual, who's the tech guy? No, hang on, though. That would actually be really funny and something I can see Seth Rogen doing because, you know, Seth Rogen's bread and butter is like dick fart sex jokes, right? You know, like highbrow dick fart sex jokes. Imagine, like, that's one thing that's never been, aside from the fact that the turtles, you know, always ooze over, you know, no pun intended, um, over April O'Neil, right? But, like, they're naked. Like, they're. No, like there's no real sexual 
anything right. that's ever been done with the turtle. So that would be a really fun little side plot of that story where Donnie is gay and like they have to explore that because like who who's he fucking? What other how many other mutant turtles? <laughs> like, you know, the other three are his brothers. There's no other mutant turtles, you know, hanging around, right? Yeah. Like <laughs> Yeah, no, oh I mean, God, that'd be great. And I love the art style. They definitely ripped it off from Spider-Verse, but I'm not upset about it. Yeah, not at all. And then speaking of Spider-Verse, the new trailer for that dropped. Bro. It's, listen, I think it's going to be great. It was almost a little too much. Yeah. It's, Especially I, when they were there and you, like, if you pause it, and like, I can count like 300 variants. There like, are this too is, many. It's a little, yeah. and I get like what they're trying to do Easter egg wise, but like. If you put too much in, no one's going to see I want to be able these. to see the Easter eggs. I don't, I don't want to have to be the guy that's sitting in my computer freeze-framing the trailer to find all the Easter eggs. Like I want the Easter eggs to be apparent, you know? Yes, but I did love that they connected to the MCU already. Like, oh, dude, the they dropped the trailer like, it's MCU. And yeah. they're, they're, they're like, the fucking Doctor Strange? And they're like, that was so funny. Doctor Strange <laughs> and his little fucking friend or whatever. <laughs> but I love that they have Miguel as like, almost like the villain. I don't, they might be hiding it. Yeah, it's it's gonna it's gonna be one of those things where he's not gonna be the villain. It's gonna be one of those, you know, kind of misdirection things or like misguided, right? Where he believes that in order to save the multiverse, he has to do X, but turns out he doesn't have to do that. And then, you know, Miles Morales is gonna show him the light, right? It's gonna be like you can yeah. kind of already see where it's going so like you know whatever that's fine it's still gonna be a great but it's interesting that they are there's i didn't because when they announced it they were like oh part one i was like oh really i'm like no it's still part one it's which, still part one yeah. which tells me like why just call it two or what do they call it, it was like into the spider-verse now it's across the spider-verse or whatever across the spider-verse yeah why not just call it a third movie why are we calling it a part two right which tells me does this one end on a cliffhanger and then we have to wait three more fucking years for the next one which will piss me off bro if i have to wait i agree with you i think it's gonna end on a cliffhanger and the fact that they're calling it part well they're yeah. calling it part one that for uh, a reason versus like a separate yeah which tells me it's just a long movie that they split into two which i'm kind of i'm hoping that's what they did i'm hoping they did the you know the freaking harry potter trick right where they filmed both movies at the same time so you didn't have to wait three oh, fucking years. Okay, okay. You know, like I'm hoping they did it all at once. So like like next year, you know, we can get the fucking movie because yeah, I don't want to wait another three years for the story to end. Like right. come on. Like come on now. Um or, you know, with, with well, here's here's my big idea. Yeah. That I think would be I'm sure it won't happen, but I think it would be really fucking cool if it in the did. fan fiction of your mind. Right, exactly. Um, so, because cause like you just said, right, they talked about how they already, you know, made the connection to the MCU with the, you know, Doctor Strange's little thing, like, whatever, right? How cool would it be if, because also thinking back to um, Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness, when they're pop- popping through all the different worlds, one of the worlds they pop through is animated and looks a little bit like, you know, yeah. it could be the Spider-Verse, right? How cool would it fucking be if part one ends on this cliffhanger, whatever it is, and the cliffhanger is now we're all of a sudden in live action, Oh, and part two right? is an MCU film? Part two is an MCU oh, film. Oh, that would be fucking sick, though. Like, right? Yeah. I, mean, I mean, they have all those films in phase six that they have not announced Exactly, yet. right? Like, I don't know. I forget the actor that plays, uh, you know, the voice actor that does Miles Morales, right? But, you know, Miguel is Oscar Isaac, right? So, like, he could easily... Uh, you know, I mean, it'd yeah. be a little confusing with him being Moon Knight, also. But like, you know, um, or maybe he just dies and you forget about it. But I think like that would be so fucking cool. Or right? he's like, just always in his mask, right? He's exactly, like always in his simple. mask, right? Or or even if just like even if there's just one scene, right? Because they're jumping through universe. Even if one scene is in the real world, that would world, be cool. Right? Part two was yeah. live action, like that That'd episode of cool. The Simpsons where like Homer is in the real oh, arena, right? right? Like, <laughs> the guy's wearing the Homer suit and he's like, oh, you know, like that would be that would be sick. 
that would be like that. That's real pie in the sky thinking. I don't, I don't know yeah. if Marvel's ready for that yet. But um. Uh, well, speaking of well, not Marvel, but its predecessor, uh, they released the Blue Beetle trailer. I can't believe and this I was made. same. Because I'm like, out of all the characters, right? And I don't know, did you watch Young Justice? The, oh my god, Young Justice is one of my favorite shows of all time. Uh, Blue Beetle was fucking sick in So that. sick. And then, like, and again, even though they announced it, I'm like, ah, it's probably not. I, I always thought it was still going to be canceled, right? Right. And then they dropped the trailer, I'm like, this actually looks good. It I was does. very surprised. It does. Like, like, you know what I immediately noticed about it, right? So, I mean, like, from a... They don't give you much from a story perspective, right? It's it's mostly... The, tra- the trailer is mostly just him figuring out how to use his powers, right? Yeah. And, like, Susan Sarandon's apparently the bad guy. That's interesting. But yeah. the thing that immediately jumped out to me, which you usually don't see this in the trailers, because usually the trailers have a lot of kind of, like, not unfinished VFX, but, like, not polished VFX, right? Yeah. The CGI looks really fucking good. Right, like, exactly. And then the guy, then I go watch the Flash one, and it. And oh, like, I know. Where like, his head looks detached. I'm like, what is? Yeah, that and then like the, it's honestly the, in the Flash trailer, it's with Supergirl. She's flying next to them, oh, so and bad, she's yeah. in. It's, I feel like it's just the way the suit looks because it's yeah. red, and then like literally from her tits down, it's blue. Yeah, she just looks like Gumby. Exactly. Um, <laughs> and so I was like. Ugh. You know, or like yeah. when, when they're like, he's like, Batman, what do we do? He's like, we pray. And then fucking Kara shows up. Yeah. And it just looks so, yeah. and she shows up with the fucking burlap sack on her. I know. It just looks odd. And then you see Blue Beetle and you're like, I could not tell in certain parts what's the practical suit and what's the CG suit. Yeah. And that. Because we saw the set pieces of him. There's like, there he's in a full suit in a lot of the set pieces. Wait, right? it's not like Tom Holland when he's in the fucking gray yeah, suit CGI, from head to toe. Yeah. yeah. It, it was yeah. I was very impressed with it, you know. And I, um, I mean, I, I again cautiously optimistic because it is a DC movie, right? And I wonder if you know. But I think James Gunn also said like, no, he is staying. Like right. this is part of the notes. So that's what I want to know, right? I want to know because I haven't seen any. There's been <clears> no <throat> news stories about it. I want to know how much of this movie because this movie was announced a while ago, right? Yeah. Shooting for a while. I want to know how much of this movie was done. Pre and post James Gunn, and if him oh. coming on changed some elements of the movie, and if certain right. reshoots were done, you know, or is like, it more of just like a one-shot movie, very self-contained, and they go, "Well, right. we can use him anytime." Exactly, because that's something they can do now, right? Because they're basically, you know, like we know with the Flash, they're gonna wipe everything out, right? Good, fine, uh, but it may, yeah, it makes you wonder, like, can this movie just kind of exist? On its own, you know, right, like just, right. you know, just just don't mention, like, just don't mention Batman, don't mention Superman, just boom, here we're in this world. Like, it, from the trailer, I was like, oh, he's gonna be the Barry to what Justice League was. Right, he's like the younger comic relief kind of character, That's and I was I like, I'm too. totally down for that. Yeah, totally down. Because his powers, are, they made his powers look fucking cool. Like, and I was, I was interesting if they like how much of the morphine are they gonna use. They fucking used it all. Like yeah. I was like, oh, I thought it was gonna be like one or two things. They showed like six different weapons. And I'm I was so like, excited. I'm here yeah. for it. Oh god, I'm so excited. And I also love too, like from what I was talking to my friends, um, and then when I was reading the director is obviously of Latino descent, and he goes, This right. movie is very Latino family like forward. You could tell. And yeah. my friends were like, Oh, there was like little things they saw in the trailer that I didn't pick up on. They're like, Oh, like this is real. Right. And then I also read something that I thought was interesting, even though it's both Marvel and DC. You look at Miss Marvel and you look at Blue Beetle, the whole family's in on it. 
yeah. from the jump. Yep. You know what I mean? Which I thought was interesting. It's like, are we going away from this like secret identity? Don't look at me. You know what I mean? Because Miss Marvel's family, they were like, yes, girl, get it. Yeah. Go ahead and shut your little ass over there. You know what I <laughs> mean? Like they were loving it. Which so. I like that. I appreciate that sort of stuff. So I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm looking forward to, to Blue Beetle. Um, then obviously everything else we talked about. Um, and that was it for trailers, yeah. new stuff coming up. Um, next episode, we will be talking about Dungeons and Dragons. Yes. Which I can't believe how good this movie was. Uh, me neither. So <laughs> we'll, we'll see you guys next time. I'm Matt. I'm Will. Uh, again, that, that's, that's the end of it. <laughs>